Hi, this is KJ, and welcome to episode number six of I'm 62 and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Well, it's been a, I took last week off for Thanksgiving, didn't figure anybody wanted to hear me moan and groan about another holiday when we're all experienced pretty much the same thing. I don't know about you, but I'm kind of tired of the empty platitudes. We're sad right now. We're lonely right now. And just having a birthday and having Thanksgiving within a couple of weeks of each other and looking down the barrel of Christmas and New Year's, Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, and still knowing that I'm going to be alone really drives it home that this emptiness of the well wishes you get on Facebook. Nobody called me or texted me or made any real contact with me on my birthday. You know, the next day there's, you know, 15 or 20, you know, likes on a post somebody made about happy birthday. Hope you had a great day. And then there's kind of a repeat on Thanksgiving. Hope you had a great day. Happy Thanksgiving. And there isn't any meaning behind that. It's easy to hit the like button. But when you're somebody who is chronically depressed, isolated, and alone, those things really hurt more than they actually do you any good. I had a long conversation with my therapist yesterday and we got into some really deep territory that I hadn't expected to get into and I had an exceedingly hard emotional response. I think I even scared her. It was, I've been talking to her for about seven years and to actually see her on, we're on a, a video chat, you know, we're not meeting in person and I could see that she was taking notes. And that was the first time that I'd seen her take notes. And then she kind of scrunches up her face and said, maybe we need a new tactic. You know, and she's like telling me that she's going to send me a, a template for journaling. Well, I've really never done that. I've pretty much always kept it in my head. And you all have heard what I've had to say in the last few weeks about the situation. I find it, you know, actually more entertaining to see that there's eight people who have listened to me on the podcast. I find that more invigorating than seeing these empty platitudes on Facebook. I can't tell you how irritating I found those. Hope you had a great day. Hope you're happy we're not you know anybody who actually knew me or knows me knows i'm miserable i'm not good at being alone i'm not good on my own oh up until five years ago i had never ever lived by myself i had never been alone i had never paid a bill and i've had to have this crash course in five years and it's been a tsunami. Not only did I have to learn everything you should have learned when you were 20, I've also had to fight off a nasty divorce 
had to have several restraining orders, had to go through an eviction process with Doodle Dick. I had to sell my dream house. Now I'm going through the nightmare of trying to get this house fixed or trying to get it sold and move on. So it's all of these things that most people do do in the course of 40 years I'm having to do in the course of five, not to mention, you know, a double knee replacement and uh, rotator cuff surgery and, you know, copious amount of dental work and the loss of three pets. So all of this just seems to compound itself the people that I usually spend Thanksgiving and Christmas with, you know, they, I've had contact with them. You know, you get a text saying, I hope you understand, you know, we can't do Thanksgiving. And of course, you know, same thing with Christmas. I hope you understand, you know, we can't get together for Christmas. And it's like, yeah, I understand that. I truly understand that. I would never ask anybody on my behalf to risk their own health because health is, you know, the only thing that you can, you have a little bit of control over in the situation we're in. I'm fortunate that the ski season starts and I am going to, you know, take advantage of that to get some fresh air and to get out and about. But even with that, I'm skiing alone. And typically, even when you're skiing alone, you talk to people who are on the chair. And this year, with all the restrictions, they're not even letting people ride the chair together if you're not in the party together. Well, fortunately, I typically go on Fridays. And I'm pretty used to being by myself. Bring my Walkman. Yes, I no, it's not a Walkman, actually. It's an iPod. And uh, tune into some tunes and do my thing. But there's a couple instructors I know that are usually up there on Friday. And then we go in the bar and have a couple beers and a couple laughs. And, and it's a really, you know, great way to end the day. Well, this year we don't even get to do that. This year they're closing the lodges. So you go up and you, you do your skiing and then you have to leave. So not even having the opportunity to have a beer with a friend not have the opportunity to to make any contact with anybody it's going to make it very hollow as well it was my major source of social outlet so what do you do when you're alone for the holidays and i think all of us have probably done that google search and the suggestions that everybody keeps making is you know plan your day the thing nobody understands is that when you're in this state of mind, when you're in this level of loneliness, you lose that capacity to, to, to plan your day. You know, cook something that you really like. Well, just to get some human contact, I went to the grocery store on Thanksgiving Eve thinking that just going out and seeing people would make me feel better. Well, it made me feel worse. You see the people buying all their holiday fixings and their turkeys and stuff like that. And then, you know, you don't get to participate. It's the same thing with all of the, you know, shopping ads on every device you own, all the ads on TV, 
shop, 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 shop. Well, I don't have anybody to buy gifts for, and I won't have a gift under the tree either. I'll go buy a couple of catnip mouses for the two cats, and I'll buy a couple of chew toys for the dogs, and uh, TV dinner, and that'll probably be Christmas. Fortunate I don't drink that much. You know, I could see people in my situation crawling into a bottle, and it would be fairly easy to do. I just fall asleep before I can get that drunk anymore. Yes, that is one benefit with age. I looked up, you know, some of these coping articles. You know, there was a BuzzFeed article from. 2017 and it talked about all these stories of loneliness of the holidays but they were reminiscing of most of them of one holiday i remember when i did this and i remember when i couldn't go see my family and i remember when uh, somebody had passed away and how lonely it was but it doesn't deal with the year in and year out going on five years six years i think six years now actually of having to rally somebody to take you in for the holidays so you don't feel like crap. And then this year, not even having that ability to rally somebody to take you in drives the point even harder home that you don't have anyone. You You just sort of suck it up and get through the day whether you stay in bed or whether you sit in the living room and watch Hallmark movies, it's a coping mechanism more than anything. I mean, I really loved Christmas. I loved the holiday season. I, uh, every holiday I have special decorations I used to put out and there was great things to do and events to go to and not having that on top of the pandemic and the loss of you know the football season except on tv and the loss of any outings it's just so hollow i see the you know they've got all the ads out right now for Things like all the drive through. <laughs> That's. Oh, Alexa's trying to be so helpful. I'm sorry, Alexa. I really don't want your help right now. So. I'm not sure either. So just shut up. That is the most annoying thing in the world. I don't have devices that that's just one that's loaded on my phone that every so often decides to wake up but that tells you that these things are listening it's it's strange when you've got devices listening to you but you don't have humans listening to you that just gives me the creeps that's why i don't have you know the whole alexa system this just happens to be an app on my ipod Uh, i think it's actually spotify or one of them that i listen to uh, podcasts with So when I talked to my therapist yesterday and started crying over things that have happened and how I was the outcast of the family 
and all of the things that happened. It took me into such a dark place that I couldn't stop crying all night. And I was watching some home, you know, little harmless holiday sitcom episodes with the Goldbergs and with the Connors and with the, I think it's Blackish. And even though they're dealing with these pandemics and storylines and stuff like that, they're still all family shows. They're still showing some sort of a group of people that are together and have things to talk about and have in common. There's never, you know, there hasn't been, I don't think there's been a, a real exploration of somebody single and since Mary Tyler Moore. And there she was, you know, the driven career girl who had all the quirky neighbors. Well, what do you do if you don't have those quirky neighbors? What do you do when you can't go out of your house? Uh, the governor has put another stay-at-home order on, and and oh, I got another email from my office building saying nobody except essential people are allowed to come in there, even though I wasn't going in, but again it just this virus thing just creates such a cloud over everything and even without realizing it it makes you feel just this weight around your neck and when you add that weight to all of the other ones that were already there it becomes almost unbearable. I mean, it's really gotten to the point where it's pretty unbearable. And when people call and say, you know, you know, Christmas is off this year. It's like, yeah, I intellectually, I absolutely know that. But to hear those words is heartbreaking. To know that you don't get to see a few people and exchange presents, you know, I guess, you know, that's a really terrible thing to say is that, you know, I really do miss the presents. I do. I remember a long time ago, there was a woman that I worked with and uh, she lived alone and she didn't have any family out here. And she, she was kind of an odd duck to start out with. So even though we didn't really trade presents, I would always get her something small and then she would be very thankful and say, this way I have something to put under the tree. And I used to feel so bad to think this poor woman didn't have anything under her tree and she was going to have Christmas morning and she didn't even have a cat or anything like that. And uh, now to find myself in that situation is just ironic because there isn't anybody out there going, oh, you know, poor pitiful Kathy. It is poor pitiful me. But uh, how to cope. Plan something. Cook something. Watch a movie. Start a project. Well, we've been doing that now for nine months. And I think we, I'm all cooked out. I'm all project out. I'm all movied out. I will watch at night a lot of times sit there and play video games and watch you know youtube old mtv videos for hours on end and the next day i know it's three o'clock in the morning it's not healthy to be staying up to three o'clock in the morning yes i know that's not healthy to stay up at three o'clock in the morning and then when time to get up rolls around 
it's harder than hell to get up. It's always in the back of your mind. It's why. Why bother? Why get up? Then I realize I got to feed the dog. That has always been one of the saving graces here is I have to feed the dog. And that becomes the only reason to get up is to feed the dog. I got an offer in the mail this week. And this is something I actually did. And I think this is what made my therapist alarmed. Was that, you know, for your 62nd birthday, you get a, a free down payment at the Neptune Society for a prepaid cremation. So I went ahead and signed up. You know, it's $50 a month probably for the rest of my life, but it gives your family peace of mind. Well, I don't have a family. So now I will have to put together some sort of last wish. Well, it's a will, I guess. Put together a will on who's going to be responsible for executing this plan. Now that it's paid for, at least they won't have to do that. At the same time, I'll have to, I've got to put together a uh, management plan for my pets. I'll put together a trust with them so that if something happens to me or when something happens to me and I can't make the decisions for what my pets, you know, the rest of their lives. I, I always anticipate having, having a dog or a cat floating around. So I've got to put together a trust so that whoever cleans up my estate will have money and a location for any of my poor fur babies to go to. Like, the one I got right now that he's only 18 months old, you know, that's 11 years. I'm 62 and my mom died at 71. Even though she was an uncontrolled diabetic, you know, those numbers are in the back of your head. And so my therapist asked me if I was obsessed with death. And it's like, I'm not really obsessed with it. But, you know, when you turn 62, you realize that you've peaked. You're now on the downslope. You don't know how long that downslope's going to be. Hopefully, it's another 35 years, at least. Now, I don't have a death wish. But I would really like to move on to a new phase where there's somebody in my life or there are more friends in my life. But I'm just so stagnated right now that I really don't, I don't know how to, I don't know how to move forward and sort of the answer to all my problems seems to be is to if I could just get rid of this house and move maybe not having to worry about having six inches of water in the basement would you know open up some space where I could actually think about initiating some sort of a relationship how do you meet people nowadays I mean I've gone out with maybe two or three men that you know, there uh, it's all been one-offs off of uh, a dating website, and uh, you know, men criticize women that you know they put on makeup, they use flattering angles, and they do all these things, and then they don't look like themselves when you uh, show up. Well, I'll be the first one to say that men do worse, and that they post pictures of themselves that are four or five years old. And they're always four or five inches shorter than their state. And even though I'm only five five, 
and I'm willing for somebody five, five, but when they show up and they're like five, three, well, as a plus size person, you really don't want to be with somebody who is, you know, five, three. So what are the next steps? The next steps, well, the next steps will be getting through the next three weeks. You know, there's only, what, five more Fridays or four more Fridays to Christmas and New Year's. And then once we're over the, you know, the hump of the holidays, then um, it's a new year. Hopefully the virus thing will be lifted and maybe there will be some resolution on my house. And I won't need to sit and bitch and complain. <laughs> but I don't think that's going to happen. I think this is going to be a, a while to take and un unwind this. How do you get friends that are in a bubble with you? And now you're reading about the psychological effects of people being in a buggle, bubble. We really do need contact, and I don't know if it's Americans or if it's, you know, the city I live in or if it's the latitude or if it's the fact that it's getting dark at 4.15 in the afternoon and it rains constantly that uh, things are the way they are. In Seattle, our housing density is 1.2 persons per household. So we're pretty much a, a city of singles. We're not a city of big families. We're an unchurched, we're an unchurched uh, city. We don't have a strong, I don't have a, you know, I was, you know, brought up Catholic, went to Catholic school, and I think only the true deviants are the ones that come out of Catholic school. I mean, you really have to try to be, if you weren't in Catholic school, then you'd really have to try to be a deviant, because I consider that one of the biggest waste of money that my family ever made. But they thought it was important. But... People say, you know, lean on your faith, lean on your community, lean on your your support system. Well, when you're married to the same person for 37 years and he pretty much dictated who you were going to see and when you were going to see or where you were going to go in a passive aggressive manner, that is all to Seattle, then you don't have all of those friends and then when you get to be my age everybody's retired and moved on I'd like to move on to the next phase of my life but I, I, I know I'm gonna have to work at my current job for as long as I possibly can hang in there because I mean I need medical insurance is the big one and if they ever if the states ever figure out medical insurance, it would definitely, there again, be a huge weight off of all of our minds. So, in closing, it was not a happy Thanksgiving. It was not a happy birthday. It was survival. It was put your head down and get through it and put on a brave face. And I guess that's what we will do for the rest of the month. Smile, be happy, be perky. Try not to let the, the demons get the best of me. 
and I will talk to you next week. Again, this is KJ. And if those eight people who have listened to me ever decide they want to get in contact with me, my email is S-K-Y-E-R-K-A-Y-J-A-Y-1958 at yahoo.com. And I appreciate people listening to me. I hope I have said something that has, has struck home. And I hope that folks, if they find themselves in the same situation that I'm in, that they know that they're not alone, that there are other people out here that are in the same situation. And uh, when I get this outline of journaling from my therapist, I certainly will share share it with people. And it's a act of closure for things that have gone unresolved in my life. So I think that I'm looking forward to see what, what it has to say. It's Hawaiian in nature, and uh, anything along those lines, anything that's alternative, it may be really interesting. So I'm looking forward to see what what it is. Well, have a a a week. I'm not going to say a good week or a happy week or any of those kind of things because I don't like people saying that to me. But survive. Be strong. Pet the dog, feed the cat, take out the garbage. And uh, I guess I will turn on Hallmark and start watching Hallmark movies and have another really good cry through Christmas. Bye-bye.